Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a palace right here. The late night flight is paid for by the following. Time to play the game where we find out who's capping. It is... This is some This is the game where we find out if this is the bull I am Natsua New Rule. And alongside with me is co-producer Jers. Jers, what's going on with you, sir? What's good, my guy? Hey, yo, quick question, my guy. Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday? What say you? Uh, what do you mean? I'm saying, I'd rather watch the Super Bowl on Saturday so when I wake up, I don't have to call out for work, none of that type of crap. I could just go on with sleeping at least till 1 o'clock p.m. and then call all the mistresses. What about you? All right, I'm going to hit you with a Caribbean. And I'm going to let you know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it should definitely remain on Sundays, man. It's nothing like uh, football Sunday in okay. America. It's nothing like it, man. The bars is open literally just for football. You don't got to pay no entrance fee. Forget an event. Go in there, get some beer, some drinks, some wings, whatever. You know what I mean? It got to be Sunday. Sundays, it, it's, it's been Sunday. Nostalgic, all that. Next question. Cooper Cup or Jerry Rice? Which wide receiver you taking in the Super Bowl? Jerry Rice. I don't understand why the white sports media is running around saying Cooper Cup, who looks like Jake Paul, is now the second coming of Jerry Rice. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I mean, thought Aaron Donald should have got that MVP personally. I, and I would have gave it to Stafford. Okay. One or the other. He had 246 yards. One or the other. He, he Cooper Cup didn't do that drive by himself. That's very true. You understand what I'm saying? Let's give right. the MVP to Sean McVay. All right. <laughs> Are you ready to start this game, Jers? Absolutely. Hey, yo, I'm about to get this thing off the track running. U.S. sprinter Shakari Richardson is calling out the Olympic and anti-doping officials after Russian skater Kamilia Bolivia. Okay, that's my uh, Putin uh, stuff. Me Russian. I go, I do vodka with Kamilia Bolivia. Okay? Okay. Um, <laughs> She was allowed to compete despite testing positive for a banned drug. Can we get a solid answer on the difference between their situations? That's what Shikari asked on Twitter. Um, the only difference I see is that I'm a black young lady. It's all in the skin. It's all in the skin. Shikari Richardson won the 100-meter race at the U.S. Olympic trials early last summer, mm -hmm. but after it was revealed that she had tested positive for THC, the intoxicant in marijuana, she was denied a chance to compete at the Tokyo Olympics. THC is on the World Anti-Doping Agency's list of prohibited substances, but so is, I don't know how to pronounce this word, but I'm going to spell it first, then I'm going to go for it. T-R-I-M-E-T-A-Z-I-D-I-N-E. I'm going to say trimetazidine. Trimetazidine. You did a great job there, sir. Trimetazidine. <laughs> this is a drug that was found in Bolivia's test sample, all right? The heart drug is believed to be able to boost athletes' endurance and blood efficiency. In other words, Jers, it can boost athletic performances while THC does not. Shikari Richardson, who, like Bolivia, was favored to win a medal in her sport, also noted a stark difference in how their positive tests were handled. While the Russian star failed a drug test that was submitted this past December, she somehow avoided a suspension. Jers, I ask you, is it the bull? The Prime Minister of Russia, 
Vladimir Putin will kill the World Anti-Doping Agency for one of his Olympic athletes. Meanwhile, President Biden told Shikari, sorry, should have poured out a little liquor. <laughs> definitely some bull. Come on now. It's, I mean, it's definitely some bull. I don't even think I need to elaborate on that. Okay, Jersey, go to the next one. Let's get it popping on the... You know that song? I do, but don't sing it no more. <laughs> Let's get it percolating while we're waiting. So just this for me. I'm sorry. All right. According to Yahoo.com, after the Super Bowl halftime show, queen of single mothers who have two kids, a two-bedroom apartment, and two men to help pay rent, Mary J. Blige dropped her 15th studio album entitled Good Morning Gorgeous. After performing her lead single off this project, Rent Money, with Harlem rapper Dave East on an iHeartRadio special with guest host Angie Martinez, she talked about the song's inspiration. She stated that the song was born out of her painful and very public divorce from Martin Kendu Isaacs. The queen of hip-hop soul said, Rent Money is about when I first got divorced. I had to give up all this alimony. And I didn't have no more money to give because I spent it all on drugs. I'm being, I'm being funny. <laughs> so I had to go, you know. I had to go. I had to go on tour and make all that money back to pay the alimony. The non-time, that's right, y'all. The non-time, put some respect on her name. The non-time Grammy Award winner says that her finances were so stretched out that she didn't have the resources to pay for the drugs. I mean, her housing. I'm sorry, her housing. <laughs> oh her housing. Her housing. Wow. I didn't have any money to pay my rent and all this other stuff like PCP, she continued. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. Wow. I'm playing. <laughs> but it's also a metaphor like I didn't have any soul. I didn't have my soul. I was just drained of everything. Jers, I ask you, is it the bullshit that when Mary J. Blige told Dr. Dre that she had to go on tour to pay alimony following her divorce before the halftime show, Dr. Dre smiled and said, word, me too. Wow. <laughs> hey, yo, no comment, my cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here go the next one. Here go the next one. This is sneaky right here. This is sneaky. This is about an actor that none of us knows because he's not even a real actor, according to him. According to CNN, Zachary Horwitz who is known as a small-time actor who admitted to operating a multi-million dollar Ponzi scheme was sentenced to 20 years in federal prison this past Monday. The Department of Justice said in a news release that Zachary, get this jurors, raised at least $650 million with bogus claims that investor money would be used to acquire licensing rights to films that HBO and Netflix purportedly had agreed to distribute abroad. HBO, like CNN, is part of Warner Media, and I'm pretty sure Warner Media ain't feeling this. Shit. So, <laughs> in October, Zachary pleaded guilty to a federal securities fraud charge and admitted to running the Ponzi scheme. Zachary, who is 35 years of age, was accused of putting some money in his personal accounts and using the money for purchasing a personal residence for approximately, get this, $5.7 million in cash taking trips to Las Vegas and flying on chartered jets. Zachary, better known as his stage name, Zach Avery. Get the f*** out of here. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Avery sound like 
the corniest white person in porn. Sound like a porno star. <laughs> Zach Avery. <laughs> I can see Jada Fire like I gotta f- Zach Avery today. I'm about to call out. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Zach Avery spent the. <laughs> Zach Avery spent the past decade acting in around a dozen mostly low-budget films, including Trespassers and The White Crow. But his most notable role, George, check this out, is a uncredited role in the movie Fury, which starred Brad Pitt. Hmm. George, I ask you, is it the bull that the MAGA party just got this dude parted to become Trump's campaign manager in 2024? (laughs) I'm just saying. The man never even had a real role in the movies, but he raised $650 million. Trump don't need no fundraising. I'm just saying. But, I mean... If you want to... Listen. It's the bullshit that I wasn't working with him, and I could have... That's what the bullshit And that's why Trump said, yo, you about to come work for me. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, and finally, and finally... We're playing basketball. I am not going to sing the song, but we are playing basketball. According to the Chicago Tribune, at the end of this February, retired Chicago Bulls legend Michael Jordan's 32,683 square foot Legend Point Mansion in Highland Park, Illinois, will mark as a rare distinction because it will celebrate 10 years being on the market. Although his airness listing price, which is $14.85 million, is exactly half or almost exactly half of the 29 million that he was asking before no one wants to buy this until now now however the listing agent for the property since jordan first listed it in 2012 her name is katherine malkin all right she's saying that we actually have quite a bit of buyer interest all of a sudden i'm not sure if it's because of all the tv programs that they did you know we're talking about the last dance documentary series that was on netflix i don't know but i'm not sure if it's the tv program that they did like the 2020 last dance documentary uh that was on netflix or if it's because people have an interest in looking at it a little bit differently but suddenly there does appear to be a bit of interest in it. Built in 1995, the contemporary style mansion has 15 full bathrooms, four half bathrooms. What's a half bath? Without a shower. Ah, a regulation size basketball gymnasium, a circular infinity pool, and a cigar room, and a place for all your No, I'm just playing. The, <laughs> the property has 56,000 square feet of living space in total, including the basement and the garage, with space for 15 cars, while outside on the grounds is a tennis court and a putting green. Jers, I ask you. I ask you, Jers. Jers, I ask you. I ask you, Jers. Jers, I ask you. You ready? I'm listening. Jers, are you ready, Jers? I'm ready. Jers, are you ready? I am ready. Is it the bull that since LeBron James can't fill Michael Jordan's shoes, he gonna buy up all his property? You ain't gotta answer that. You know, a pimp told me long time ago, Jers, that if you can't beat her, buy her. Thank you! F*** you! It's Bye-bye. Good. It's a bunch of us. I'm in the colony. Hold on. Everybody on a mountain. Everybody marching for a young nigga like me to get tsunami on it. I'ma get it. I'ma win a baby. I'll be on my curry till I crash and burn 40 on Yeah, I'm acting nerdy if it's at the abolition to the abolition. I'ma do whatever that they take to make a black a nation. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sweets, and I'm your chief flight attendant. On behalf of the pilot and the entire crew, welcome aboard the late night flight. 
And here is your captain, the Nile River of New Jersey, the pilot of Tuskegee training, the greatest henny badger who has ever lived, the creator of Black Pilot Radio and the Late Night Flight. Here is the victorious one, Nassour Nuru. What up, my passengers? We are first in priority. Donate to the Cash App dollar sign the Late Night Flight to get this work from minorities. The Late Night Flight, oh, you never heard of it? Turn up the turbulence. Catch us on these Apple Podcasts and these Spotify services. iHeartRadio, YouTube, and the Late Night QR Scan. Download Audible. Download Amazon Music. Just to hear us back and forth like a U-Haul fan. Hey, I started out not ahead of you. Now look at me. I'm the pilot with the better view. And I'm making sure you can hear all 80 episodes wherever, wherever, wherever podcasts are available. Now let's take off. We are gathered here today, not because Cooper Cup won the MVP, no. Not because the LA Rams won the Super Bowl. No. Not because the Bengals lost the Super Bowl. No. Not because I lost $200 thinking that the Bengals was going to upset these mother****. No. None of that. We are gathered here because it was the only game that was in town this past Sunday, and that's the Super Bowl halftime show. Would y'all agree with that? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Now, here's the thing. Jers already opened it up. He always like to open up his mouth before I get to do it. Just like, hey, y'all, y'all think it was the best one ever? Like, look, look, listen, 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 listen. Whether you think it's the best one or not, what I really want to get from each and every one of us is what did we think about it? All right. Now, because Blue is our guest and she's a woman, we're going to start with her. She's like, no, don't do don't do that. That's the first thing you shouldn't do. <laughs> Blue, just let me know. Did you like it? What, what, did, what did you like about it? Go ahead. What did I like about it? Yeah. Um, I like that they brought out classics. Like, I think that was very different. Everybody from that area, I think that they put on a good show. Definitely, I like the. Um, I like that they had Dre had a mixing board on the stage. Okay, okay, I think that was very tough. All right, to show he played. He got on the piano. He rapped and he brought out all the uh the um what is it all the pe- uh, the people and stuff. He said all really the people. <laughs> You mean all the, all the artists all that, the he, that he has produced, that yes. he has produced the greatest music of all hip hop to? Exactly. Okay, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jers, I know, look at Jers' face. He's like, the greatest for real? I mean, come on, Dr. Dre has put on like the hits, hits of hip hop though. Yes. Like the hits, hits. Like yeah. the hits of the hits. But not for Mary, I'm sorry. We don't get to Mary right, in a second because no I love me some Mary. You better watch yourself. Right, no problem. Watch, watch yourself. I love now, Mary Blue, too, but. No, but honestly, Blue, I'm very happy that you're here because you are our Generation X correspondent. Uh-huh. Right? We're basically frontline millennials over here, but you are a Generation X standout. So here goes my question, because I have talked to some 19, 20, I know you're not that age, uh-huh. but 19, 20 year olders, and they're like, yo, this is kind of boring me. Like, I don't want to see <laughs> Snoop Dogg, 60 year old, <laughs> strolling, trying to fake crip walk on stage. This is wet. Hey, yo. <laughs> do you think that the Super Bowl would do more, like it would be better if, they just go ahead and say, screw it. Let's just get the young thugs and the um the seven streeters, like that generation of hip hop and let them do the halftime show for the next 10 years right now. What you think? Um, I don't want to say that necessarily because we need balance. Everybody's not the same age. Okay. But and the people that are watching the Super Bowl are all different ages. Right. So it's okay that we do have that once in a while, but we can't have that every year. That's what I want to say. 
You know, it's funny that you say that because most people that buy Super Bowl tickets are the ages of 44 mm-hmm. to 60. Yep. So when you hear California Love, they probably like, yeah, we're the bomb hip beat. I was like, anyway, you get it. Jers, talk to me. Well, first of all, um, I feel like you should not bring up Young Thug's name in reference to a Super Bowl halftime show <laughs> ever in life. We ain't doing that. I'm sorry. Matter of yeah. fact, I want to say 85% of these, these new rap artists don't belong on no Super Bowl halftime show because they don't know how to entertain. They don't know how to perform. I want to say, oh, but you can say whatever you want. I have to disagree with you on that one part. I honestly think the young generation... Even though it do be looking a little outlandish, I think they actually are better performers, stage performers. Yeah, fifteen percent of them. Than the rap, than the rap. Like, yo, honestly, look real quick, and I'm I'm gonna get into my part. But what Kendrick Lamar did, Mm -hmm. like his little part, I'm Mm -hmm. gonna say it like that. But his section, his time that he had, to be honest with you, you can give me twelve minutes of that. That was the best part. That's all. That's all. That was the best part. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. But, but, but what's about yeah, to say, Nate? But but Kendrick mm-hmm. is is very different from. He's he's set apart. But this is pack, but this right? is what I'm saying. It's and like it's his. It's just the theater of Kendrick Lamar. Like he has the bars. He had the moves. He had the pageantry. That's what Super Bowl halftime shows are. Yeah, when you see J Lo or and Shakira on a rope, you want to toss dollars at it. You don't care how good they right. singing or not. You like, yo, I am in so toss Skirts at Young Thug. I'm trying to understand, bro. Yo, hold on, hold on. Let's let's stop, <laughs> young man. Yeah. I, young Thug was just an example of a name of someone that's in this generation, not someone that I want to personally. Okay, so baby. Either one. I would say, yeah. yo, little baby, we dope. Kendrick, like honestly, I'm gonna be honest. Even though this is definitely uh, speaking my age, if you did this for the next four years, you don't even gotta like group up artists. If you just did Kendrick one year, Lil Wayne the next, Drake the next, Nicki the next, Cardi the next after, I'm fine with that for right now. But but those the names you mentioned don't really fall into the category of the artists that. Yeah. I know, I know. I'm, I, so that's why I said I'm it's showing my age because I like those are the artists I'm like. I would love to see them do it. Yeah. Now, if we're talking about the Generation X uh, superstars from right now, I ain't gonna lie. It's probably just one and one only, and that's young uh, little baby. Be honest with you, for me. So you, I might agree with that. Little baby, be the only, only like if it's little baby and the baby, and they want to do it together, I'm all for that. It will probably be dope. Be honest with you, but that's about it. That's yeah. about it. And if her wanted, well, her got to blow up, blow up. But if her and SZA want to do a set, I'm cool with that too. That's fire. I can rock that. That's fire. If her and SZA said, sure, we'll do it together, I am with that. that. But anyway, you pay for tickets for that. Jers, continue. Like, what's your grade on it? One flight, two flights, three flights? Talk to me. I'm going to give it four flights. Okay. Um, I definitely did like it. There were certain parts I didn't like about it, but I don't want to nitpick because it's the first time that we had an all hip hop halftime performance. Mm. Was it? First time. All hip hop? All hip hop. First time. What about that Diddy one when when he had Nelly? What about that? No, what was it all hip hop? They were features. It was features. Yeah. It was this features. one was literally all hip hop from beginning to end with a little sprinkle of R&B with Mary. Um Stop doing that to Mary. Listen, what is, what's going I, on? I like Mary a she lot. She's out, the bro. queen. Hey, word is bought about to say out. that. Bro, yo, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying nothing bad about Mary. Yo, Mary did the fallout. Like, yeah, I yeah, love that was, yo, that was, Mary. That was the best part. Yeah. Mary now, did that. Yeah, yeah that was the best part of her performance. Boy. Mary had, whoo. She was off the drugs. Anyway, Nate. Wow. Listen. <laughs> yo. Wow. Rate, the, yeah. rate, rate the show. Rate the show. Yo, I give it five flights, man. 
Oh, I do. I he do. gave it the far flights. I gave it the far flights. Why you gave it the far flights? One, one. If you ever had any doubt mm-hmm. that the West Coast wasn't strong, the halftime show refuted that. That's one. So, so Suge Knight just hitting people. That wasn't. That wasn't the refuting that. What? Should people just running over people? That wasn't showing that they wasn't tough. I'm being funny. Oh. <laughs> I was just making sure night jokes. Don't worry about that. All Continue. Right, cool. <laughs> so, and two, I, it, it, it sparked a feeling for me. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just a halftime show. Like, it, it created like a real nostalgic feeling of music when, you know what I'm saying? I, I was bumping my music loud as hell, driving down South Foreign Jab, turned the Eminem 50. Yeah, I mean, Dre, so it, it brought back a lot of memories. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, watching 50 hang upside down, I'm like, oh. That's the video. That was, yeah, yeah, that was a video. So it was it was more than just music. You know what I mean? It it it, it was a connection to a time period. Damn. I, I ain't the one that should be saying this, but yeah. you definitely need to get 50 back in the gym, Nate. <laughs> Yo, he, yeah, he lost a lot of his You're muscle right, mass. Right. I'm just saying, he like, listen, listen, he got that power money. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He, he, he you know, we in this town <laughs> at Kentucky Fried Chicken. I can see Nate now, though, like, Yo, 50, I'm just. Come on. Man. Hey, yo, man. Gym. First of all, first of all, I'm way more cut than Nate. Let's let's get this out the way. All right. I understand that Nate's a little taller, but I'm a, I'm a little toned in. Anyway, we don't get into that. We don't get into that. So let me just get my. What's up? Is there an issue? Is there an issue? Nate, oh, not Nate. Jersey, is there an issue? I'm not judging. Look. It seems like you're pointing my way. If that's how you feel. Oh, okay. I mean, I that's sure. how you feel. No, I'm just joking. People are delusional. They. I mean. Oh, no. What? I mean, hey, yo, Nate, you better. I, right, Nate, I ain't gonna say nothing. You go ahead, let that. Let I'll let that ride. I'll listen, let that so ride. What we do, what we mm-hmm, should do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. when you get the courage, mm-hmm. we'll set up a video podcast in the gym. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and we'll mm-hmm. go hard and we we'll see what Dog, we do. We, this is not an issue of who lift more. No, it's not. An You're issue four of who inches more. taller than me, <laughs> and you weigh forty pounds more than me. You should lift more than me. Is, is, it, only, I, is it only four inches? I think it's about <laughs> seven. <laughs> That's what your girl said. Anyway, listen. Yo, let me let me go girl. ahead and rate. Let me go ahead and rate my thing. Nate, it's listen. all right. Nate, Nate, it's all good. We'll, we'll leave it. We'll, we'll get to the video podcast. We'll get all that. Let me let me just judge my stuff, and we can get up out of here. Okay, hold on. So, tag yo, I feel bad because I the performances were really good. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep that. I want to keep that a buck. The performances were really good. Stick to the script. What Mary and Kendrick did, in my opinion, was the best out of all of it for me. For me. For me. Like what Kendrick did particularly. All right. So I all right, look, look, all right. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it because I, I know people are gonna look at me kind of wrong. Like, really, really? I'm gonna have to get this three out of five, yeah. I'm gonna have to get this three out of five. It was good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was great because you know, mm-hmm. for those who didn't know what I just did, I just pointed to my skin color. So yes, it was great because of that. Mm-hmm. All right. It was a three out of five. It has nothing to do with the artist. Here we go. Number one. Jay-Z, you're about to have a meeting. Come talk to me in my office right now. Number one, whoever was the person playing around with the cameras, you get them fired immediately. All right? They did not know whether they wanted to uh, showcase Snoop Dogg or these little corny trip walking dances that they had on the bottom. You got to pick one. All right? Just pick one for the moment. And honestly, honestly, I'm sorry, y'all. I got to be honest, yo. I know we talked this COVID stuff on uh, the late night flight for the last five, six weeks. I have Sparks on here. He want to sit there and, and make some bullshit up about Republicans. I know. I know. I get it. Hit me out, y'all. Hit me out. I ain't that guy. I'm going to tell you right now. I've been to strip clubs and parties the last four or five months running. All right. Mask on, mask off. Let me tell you something right now. Jay-Z, 
You should have had a thousand sophomores from USC or Compton County College, wherever they was at, sign a waiver and get they on that field, bro. Because when I watched these Super Bowl performances, I had, I had to go all the way back to 2014 when Bruno Mars first came on. And I was like, yo, this looks so much better because it's a bunch of people just around the set. First of all, you got this Barbie RV made by Mattel. Let's go hunting with Ken ass trailer in the middle of the field. That thing was supposed to be from one end zone to the other end zone with a long platform that Dr. Dre, they was just walk on that the whole thing. That's what they were supposed to do. They was just walk on that. Dun, 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 dun. They were supposed to do that the whole time. Yo, I get Now listen, you know I'm right. Hear me out. Presentation and optics means everything to a young man like me. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was a hip hop source music award. It was great for the hip hop source music awards. It's the Super Bowl. It's about over the top extravagant bullshit. <laughs> when Shakira and J Lo did it, that looked like Miami strip club, like 305 in the middle of the Super Bowl. This is, yo, it's 44 Grammys on that stage. All right, 44. Snoop Dogg has none of them. He got a point. Okay, I mean, even Janet showed a nipple. That's wow. what I'm saying. <laughs> Before we get into our black culture game, it's called Out of Bounds. Me and Jers is about to show you why we are the tag team that the WWE should have been signed 20 years ago. We should have been Harlem Heat, all right? Oh, oh, wait, you'll be Stevie Ray, though, and I'll be Booker T. Can you dig it, sucker? Hey, yo, Nate, we need some production, bro. We need some production. Anyway. <laughs> no, that's that's not Harlem Heat music, dog. <laughs> he has a, he didn't watch. It's okay. It's, it's all, all right. good. It's all good. So I got a couple of questions now, Nate. I know you don't know this, but I've been running around on Facebook throwing out these flyers, letting people know, hey, five dollars, I will answer your relationship questions. Ten dollars, okay. I will I will make a topic about whatever it is you want to talk about. Three dollars. It could be a question just about, it just got to be a question. It can't be a topic. It's a question about whatever you want it to be. So I got a couple of $5 questions. I just want to answer those real fast and then we can move on to the out of bounds game. Okay. Let's do it. So Latoya asked me what three traits that you look for in a woman to saw, what three traits? Let me know if y'all fellas like what I said. Emotional intelligence. Hmm. All right. I need a woman with emotional intelligence because things can happen. Anything can happen. I need someone that knows how to control their emotions at the uh, at the particular occurrence. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When we go home, you can tear my neck off then, but just not in public. All right, I'm a public figure. All right, don't be doing that. Right. The next thing, self care. Self care. Listen, I like a woman that goes to the gym. All right, I like a woman that you know use a little shea butter, a little African soap. I like that stuff. All right. All right. Anyway, next one, humor. I need a woman to be funny. All right, I need a funny woman. All right, that issues with that. That's fine, right? That's normal, I, right there, right? So you want your woman to be a comedian? I just want her to laugh. So you want to be silly? I want her to be not silly. Yeah, you know what? Let her be silly. Okay. She could be silly. I don't mind. You know what I'm saying? Now, when you say it like that, I don't like the way you say it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be a silly lawyer. All right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you can be. Yeah, that's you all I'm lying. saying. You. I, so let it be like that. And then her next question was, what type of women, or or how can women win a date with Nassau Nuru? Look, I got to be very honest with you, Latoya. At this point, just ask me. Did she really ask that question? She did. No, no she didn't. Yeah, she did. She really did ask me. I can show you the cash app and everything. I'll show you after the show. She definitely asked me that. D does Latoya want to date with you? 
right, Latoya, this is what you need to do. Okay. You need to follow uh-huh. the uh, Instagram. Okay. Right? And yes. once Latoya donates to the podcast okay. seven times, All right. seven is the lucky number. Seven. Her name will then go in the pot. Okay. <laughs> we will have a drawing. Okay. And then you can win your date. <laughs> oh, shoot. See, see Toya, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to intervene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want this to be an exclusive date with you. So we can do everything that George just mentioned with the exception of the pot. <laughs> right? And then, you know what I'm saying? We'll do a one-on-one date with you in the saw at a lovely um, establishment. I prefer somewhere in the city, but I don't know. You know what? I'm feeling frisky. Y'all can have y'all one-on-one date right here at Multiverse Studio. Oh, Jersey's going to set the main place. We're going to set it up for y'all. So we let's play the game. Yeah. <laughs> let's play the game. It's called Out of Bounds. I'm not bringing this woman to my workplace. <laughs> Please. Anyway, so Out of Bounds is a game that is basically like taboo. And the only reason why I'm telling you that and I shorten all that up is because Nate just hollered at me in the background before we even started this segment. He was like, yeah, like taboo, right? I'm like, nah, like Out of Bounds, but it's like taboo. But it's out of bounds. Taboo. It's taboo. Okay. Because we're doing, you know, different melanin stuff. It's called out of bounds today. Out of bounds. All right. But but of course it's taboo. Thank you. All right. So <laughs> I am going to show Nate the card. All right. Nate sees the card. Nate sees what the uh, subject matter is. And then Jers is going to answer all the questions. Now, here's the thing about out of bounds. That's kind of like taboo, not taboo. We have four words that is around the subject matter. I, as the host and most intelligent, shortest person in Newark, cannot <laughs> say these words. All right. George, you ready? Yes. All right. We're going to flip this timer in three, two, one. Let's see how many you can do under the timer. All right. In three, two, one. Your word is the Jamie Foxx show. The words you can't say are fancy, hotel, kings, Braxton. All right, it was on WB, and he did this. The Jamie Foxx show. Next one, here we go. See the word. Your word is itis. The words you can't say are eat, food coma, sleepy, full. All right, here we go. Yo, I just ate 40 pounds of macaroni and cheese and... Oh, man, man versus food. I just ate 40 pounds of pork ribs. I shouldn't even did that, but I did it. And now I got a shit. Well, I got I diarrhea. Mean, I mean, sure, but what else? Um, Yo, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> I did everything. I gotta go to sleep. Sure, I did. So I'd pass. All right. <laughs> you see the word? It's my time is up. You only got one. <laughs> hey, yo, you went mad slow. What was the one I didn't get? Itis. Oh. Uh, you want to do it again? I do. You do. Okay. Okay. Do. Okay. Look, we'll start. We'll start with this one. See, you do that one. Are right, you ready? Yes. Three, two, one, go. Here we go. All right. Your word is insecure. The words you can't say is Issa, Los Angeles, Molly, HBO. All the black women watch this show on Sunday. All of them on a on a premium movie network. Pass. You have cable. I do. Okay. Your word is icy. The words you can't say 
our jewelry, popsicle, shine, Gucci name. Okay, I'm going to sing a song. Hopefully you'll get the other part. You ready? Mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm so... Icy. Here we go. You see the word? Here we go. Your word is ice cube. The words you can't say are N-W-A, Friday, Compton, Boys in the Hood. Here we go. Um, dang, yo. He the, he's the only rapper that I'm... He's the best rapper to direct movies. Ice Cube. Your word is jokes. The words you can't say are your mama, funny, knock, comedian. Some people say I got this. Some people say I don't. Some people say I do this very well with, uh, this is the BS. When I make these things. Personality? No. Right. Um, time over. Okay, jokes. Jokes? <laughs> that was a bad description. That was. That was terrible. <laughs> he should have been like, yo, you got mad. Yeah, I should have <laughs> no, yeah, did that one. What the f***? This, that pilot f- right here. CNN commentator Van Jones and his friend Naomi. Well, I'm calling her Naomi Z now. It's Zamakona, but God Jers just let me know it's Naomi Z. She is Naomi Z. We have knighted you, young lady. You are now Naomi Z. All right. Now, Van Jones and Naomi Z, get this, Jers. They are not partners. Okay? Yeah, you know, the way people call them partners now, like, like they, they f*** around, but they still bro and sis. They're not even that. Mm-hmm. They're saying that they're friends, like platonic friends, and there are, and they are about to co-parent a child together. Mm. Yeah, so they have conceived a child, and they're just friends. Okay, I'm gonna say this one more time because I, I was tripping. I, they have a child together. I heard they are saying. I'll say this in layman's terms: they're not. F- no, they said they're friends. They didn't say they wasn't. Okay. They have welcomed a baby girl together, but they're not a romantic couple. Just conscious co-parents. This is according it's, to it's, the, it's the, the Daily News. Adopted. No, they, they welcomed a baby girl together. They, they birthed a child. I mean, friends with benefits. So here's my thing. <laughs> I got Keisha with us. All right. I need a female perspective on this because I ain't going to lie to you. This sounds very uh closeted. Let me use that term. Can I use that term? I'm going to use that term. Okay. It sounds closeted. All right. I don't understand it because, and I'm a man that don't have kids. All right. So for all I know, they can try to hit me with that. Well, this motherfucker got no kids. He could be closeted too. Hit me out. Hit me out. Before y'all even try to jump that gun on me, I just got to say this right now. I don't, I hate to be the, the Christian Muslim of everyone. I just do not want to have a child with a woman that I know I'm not going to do it for the next 18 years. All right. Like, I don't even want to do that. Like, I really do want to be in my child's life. If I have a child, I can't do it with a woman that I know don't really like me like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being honest. I just birthed the child with you. We haven't like, we're happy about this. We haven't play dates. Then all of a sudden, eight months later, you mad. You go, Nate, what? I smack you. Wow. <laughs> He didn't mean that, America. He's not going to smack any female. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> I just want to get so, that out there. So, Keisha, talk to me. Am I, am I like, am I going crazy about this? Am I going left or am I like, you know, am I walking down the right path? 
I mean, I understand exactly where you're coming from because I kind of feel the same way. I don't, I don't feel like I want to have a child. I don't care. I don't, I don't know why. I, I remember why they did it. Just two consensual adults coming together want to bring a baby into the world. But I couldn't do it either. It's, it's not my thing. It's not something that I want to do for the re- for the next 18 years or 21. You know, if you got that son that just wants to stay in your house. So, no, I can't do it either. So I mean, to each its own. If they decided to have a baby and they're going to take care of that baby, let them do that. How many kids you have, Jers? Two. Okay. Do you have... Now, I know about the first one. We ain't even going to go with that. Let's go with my man, Lil AJ. That's okay. my man. You have a child with a woman that is like more than just a friend, right? Correct. But that's my circumstance. Uh, no, circumstance. I mean, my damn. situation. You are married. Jesus, I wouldn't call it a situation. <laughs> call I, that a marriage. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> fine. All right. But I'm just saying, though, you're... You will have a child with a woman that you want to be with. It all makes sense. Me, yes. You, yes. Yes. Okay, so tell me the circumstance that you will have a child with a woman that you don't want to have sex with, where it's just, hey, we, we're co-parenting. Well, I don't believe that part of the story. Oh, okay. That's like, what you're you yeah, going with that? Yeah, because there's definitely some type of physical attraction between the two. There's no way any man, I can't speak for a woman because I'm not a woman, but there's no way any man is going to beat something down that he don't want to be inside of. Like, that's just not going to happen. I disagree. You're going to beat something down you don't want to be inside of that you're not attracted to? I disagree. Oh. You know, for a person that didn't want to be on this segment, he just like... Wow. I'm just saying. We wow. don't do that on my show. You wow. know what I'm saying? Wow. My bad. <laughs> Nate. Nate, might as well just... Is- what would you do, yeah, Nate? What would you do? What would you do, Nate? As a person that's like me that don't have any kids and we just go to the gym and think we sexy. What about you having a child with a woman who's just a friend? Okay, because I know you personally, all right? We go out and you let me meet with this is before you had a relationship. I'm talking about he'll be like, yo, come meet these women. Like Nate just be having women in the back pocket. But like before a, like he a, answered that, what happened? I What's would up? smash a friend too. Okay. But I would have to be attracted to the friend that I'm gonna smash. Hold on, let, let the highly conscious man answer. Yo, you go ahead, talk to Talk Thank you, my good brother. Thank you. You're welcome. For understanding and forecasting that I am a highly conscious brother. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. But in all honesty, though, <clears throat> there have been quite a few situations where, um, for instance, let's say a f- young lady wanted to have a child. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And she looked upon a close friend of hers that, you know, they chilling, they're cool or whatever the case may be. And she may have addressed them like, hey, I want to have a kid. Do you mind, you know what I'm saying, taking that journey with me? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be uh, an attraction. Mm-hmm. How do you... How do- As a friend, you know what I'm saying? As a friend, you decided, hey, you know what? My my friend wants to have this child and then we've been rocking for a while. You know, let's have this baby. Let's go half on this baby. How do you get aroused if you're not attracted to them? I, okay, so as men, right? Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to be aroused. So as soon as somebody put some uh, put their mouth on your Johnson, bro, it's skies the rockets. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, I don't know about that. Yeah, you know I don't agree so? with that. Ah, no, I don't agree with that. I don't either. know about okay, that. Okay, so if a chick, I don't if a chick, agree with that. understand? <laughs> this is what I'm saying, bro. So you have a friend of yours, right? Mm-hmm. If you if she's butt ugly mm-hmm. and she asks you to, uh, hey, da 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 da. Oh, like hey, let's do it. Like right, let's, let's, let's do it. Yeah. I want to have a baby. She cut the lights off. You're gonna see her face. That's a great point by you. But I'm telling you right now, if I was with a woman that I know full handedly, I wasn't going to have sex with anyway, but I'm handy down. Right. I have all types of condoms and flashlights 
I ain't making no type of mistake. <laughs> what, are you, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? You're talking to the wrong person. Let's just end this. Let's just end this. Because we, we obviously feel like Van Jones is, is basically pulling our leg over here. You know what I'm saying? He's smashing. I'm sure I'm trying to tell y'all. He's smashing. Jers is saying that he's smashing. Key, what do you think? You think they're just being like nice co-parents? Now, mind you, they are both... Criminal justice reform advocates. So whatever you think, jurors, they're going to beat you in a court of law. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did he just call me a criminal, Nate? Like, I just no, not, I just, no. not you. I'm, I'm saying, just saying they're going to make you a criminal. I'm just saying they're going to beat you. I heard you, Keish. Yeah. Wait, say what you said, Keish? I said they're saying they got the ability to turn you into a criminal. That's mm-hmm. what he's saying. Keisha, answer the question. Are they, what's going on with them? I believe that they do have some type of attraction to each other. Like they, they definitely doing something or had did something in the past and, and came together and said, you know? Okay. Um, that sounds about right because Van Jones is 53 years old. So he probably is on his last powdered milk. You know what I'm talking about? Nate. Wow. Wow. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? We ended off with you. Come on, let's go. We got to go. As the highly conscious brother that I am. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, they do what they do. People are going to do what they do. It's, it's honest to mind our business. This is the Late Night Flight Nassua New Rule, and I'm about to read my homegirl, Baby K, with the AKA Bedtime Story. Before we do that, this segment right here is sponsored by Instagram. That's right, folks, Instagram. If you like Tinder and you like Tinder for free, subscribe to Instagram. Anyway, let me read you a bedtime story. Let me know if you like this story, okay? Florida woman. Jasmine Martinez uses pandemic loan to hire hitman to murder rival. Huh. Sounds like Dr. Seuss is changing up his, uh, his whole swag. <laughs> what kind of story is this? <laughs> what type of story is this? A Florida woman, I'm sorry, y'all. A Florida woman used money from a pandemic relief loan to hire a hitman to murder a rival who had dated her ex-boyfriend. Jasmine Martinez allegedly used the Federal Paycheck Protection Program to pay a gunman who fatally shot Lashante Jones and wounded her three-year-old son in a broad daylight attack outside of her Miami apartment on May 3rd, 2021. Martinez had withdrawn more than $10,000 in the days before the shooting. After she netted $15,000 from the federal government, she applied for to help her single employee beauty salon. So that's, that's some PPP stuff right there, right? Am I, am, I, am I right about that, Keisha? I don't like it. That sounds like a PPP loan. But anyway, we'll continue. Mm-hmm. Police also arrested alleged middleman Romel Robinson, who I personally believe is the new boyfriend of Jasmine Martinez. Okay, and then he has a friend who is the alleged hitman. His name is Javon Carter, who is a uh, he works for TSA. So now do TSA workers have guns on them, right? I mean, they, I don't think they do, but I think they do some type of training. So he either a bad shot or just terrible. I mean, I don't. He can't be called a hitman. I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't call him that. He filmed a video of himself counting cash hours before the woman, uh, Miss Jones, was shot multiple times. Yeah. Then he say something like another day in the office or something too. Like- the man, I'm glad you said that. Said just another day at the office. That's what the caption was saying. Well, matter of fact, he said that in the video. So you counting cash saying another day in the office. I'm thinking you going to TSA and go pat down Rick Ross. No. You out here doing New Jack City moves out here. And terribly, too. I, they should just call him a shooter because he was not a hitman, for real. Like, and you can see in the video, he had his hand turned. Like, what? That is definitely not a, a hitman. Like, 
just unprofessional and 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 childish. That's what that is. <laughs> how, how you shooting Wiley? She should have gave him let. First of all, she she should have never did none of this. But if you're gonna give somebody money, at least if you're gonna give him ten G's, at least make sure they work is efficient. You know, like you could have gave him two thousand dollars for what he did. Like he just just awful. You know, and and then in the video talking, counting money. I mean, who does that? If you're a hitman, you're professional. You come in there, you do what you got to do. You shoot your target and that's it. Now, unfortunately, little man would have been there and saw it, but he wouldn't have been injured if he was a real hitman. So definitely an immature shooter. I like this power perspective you just gave me. Like you, you just gave me the whole Tommy perspective. Like, yo, if you're going to kill it, this is how you do it. Like, I, I like I like your perspective. This is, this is crazy over here. All right, we over here promoting how to... <laughs> The late night flight promoting how to kill. Like you know what I'm saying? We definitely, we definitely gave a disclosure to say we don't want you to do it, but if you are gonna do it, <laughs> Yo. what you what you should do if you thought about it is this. But we ain't telling you to do that. Oh my god, no, no. <laughs> I was gonna be the one to throw this to blue for the out of bounds game since we got blue here. But because I think y'all two chemistries a bit better than mine, here you go. Oh shit. So Jers, I want you to be the one to throw the hints to my homegirl, Blue. Okay. And Blue, you have to guess. All right? And we'll, we'll do this a few times. All right? Okay. We'll see what's going on here. Um, Let me see the card so I can make sure I have to call out of bounds in case yeah, you say about, one of those. I'm about to give it to you. All right. Oh, okay. This, this should be very simple. Uh, Let me know when everybody's ready. You're, you're ready, Blue? Yeah, I'm ready. Jers, what's up? I'm ready. Let's make this happen. Let's go. Your word is Kool-Aid. The words you can't say are punch, sugar, pitcher, drink. My favorite flavor is red. Mm -hmm. It's red. Can you speak up, please, Blue? You're on, you're on a podcast. Uh, sorry. Strawberry? No, my favorite flavor of this product is red. Your favorite flavor, flavor of is red. this product is red. Um... Okay, let's pass. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say one. It was Kool-Aid, but keep going. Oh! Oh, wow. Your word is Kwanzaa, and you better get it right, because the word is Kwanzaa, and the words you can't say are African, celebration, Christmas, Karamo. Something that I do seven days every year in December. I ain't gonna lie, Blue, if you don't get this one, I don't think I'm friends with you after this. Seven days every, every year in December. That you do? That most people in the world do Hanukkah. if you have melanin, mel melanin, oh, in, melanin. in your skin. Uh, yeah, I don't celebrate the Lord's birthday around I, this time. I said Hanukkah. F***ing Kwanzaa! Wow. Oh, mm -hmm. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pallet right here. 